2: Welcome in to the Lake Show here on News Talk 830 WCCO. It's the calm before the storm because according to Paul Douglas, very soon the temps will be massively dropping. But until we get to that point, we'll just enjoy the really calm winter that we've had so far here in Minnesota. As we kick off the show tonight, there is a statement that I want to make here as we dive into the show. And that statement is, to me, it's extremely important that people understand this because we are starting a new year, and we know that with life, each and every day, it can be both a blessing and a struggle. But the statement that I would like to make is that when you are in need of something, When you are struggling, when you need assistance, (laughs) ask for help. Ask for help. Things can work out. And I say that because in life, we all have pride. We all want to do things on our own. And we don't want to give off um, the image that we need to be helped because people, I think a lot of times, internalize that as being weak. It's not being weak. Everybody needs somebody. So when you are in need, ask for help and things can work out. And I was thinking about that because one of our favorite or my favorite dessert places in the Twin Cities, Muddy Paul's Cheesecake. I'm sitting here, I'm doing the show recently. When it comes across, because I remember I was doing, I think I was doing a show with Josh Wheeler, who was filling in for Chris, and it was, um, it came across that Muddy Paul's Cheesecake was closing, that they were done. The owner said, unfortunately, we're closing, hopefully temporarily, after being in business for 30 years. But she also stated that we're looking to try to raise $40,000 to save our business. She put out the call for help. I saw it. I read it on the airwaves. And you know who saw it as well? Somebody with a whole lot of cash. Somebody with a lot of money. Marcus Limonis. You guys know him from seeing him on CNBC, from The Prophet. He he describes himself as an altruistic capitalist. He's wealthy. He's got money on top of money on top of money. He stepped in and says, and this is the, well, this is the, (laughs) from his tweet, can you still make $40,000 worth of pies for me? If so, start picking the winners. Make sure you charge me full retail. We need the margin. You will post the number of winners and fill them. We need customer reviews. Then we can go to step two. Deal, please see the earlier tweet. A Muddy Paul's Cheesecake, they responded. It says, yes, deal. Got it. Thank you so much. I'm doing the math, including full retail. Then I'll start picking winners. Wow. Got it on packaging in step two. I'll pick winners, contact them, and fill orders, yada, yada, yada. That's a beautiful thing. And we don't see that every single day, right? There are a lot of people with businesses, with problems, with issues, with struggles in their life, and they're not given that opportunity. They're not given that lifeline. They're not given that financial. They have to close their doors. You know what I'm going to do with this specific situation? I'm going to celebrate it. I'm going to celebrate it. Not just because it's a small business in Minnesota, a small business in the Twin Cities, because I think that this is something that people can learn about and learn from, that you're not by yourself. Sometimes there are people out there that want to help you, that want to help you. Think about what we do here on this radio station and what we get behind and support and the radiothon that we do, right, and the listeners of this station, the good neighbors of this station, they get out and they support Union Gospel Mission, which is amazing. I love everything about this story, man. I really do. It's not just because it's muddy paws, right? Right. Because Muddy Paws is not the only dessert out there that I love. I love Cafe Latte. I love Sebastian Jones. I love a little bit of everything, right? We all have. But clearly, we've met the owner before. She's been in studio, um, had her on the airwaves, talked to her. But this is about somebody that had the ability to help assist somebody else, uplift them, and they did it. So I, I salute Marcus. Uh, form for being able to do this.
3: There are some people out there that legitimately want to do good in the world. Yep. They want to extend a helping hand because we hear about the Elon Musks and the Jeff Bezos and those that have the means but decide to do things. And listen, nobody's obligated to do anything for do anybody Do what you else. want with your money. Do yep. what you want with your money. If you want to go to space, you want to, that's fine. But there are some out there that believe in philanthropy that believe in giving back, that believe in empowering others. And I am a huge animal guy. I I am. My family is we've always been. And when I hear a story like this, I mean, that small gesture, that $40,000 to me, it's, it's not only the money, but it's, you know what? Hey, you need the help. I want to help you. What can I do to help you? And he did it. He made it work. And, I think that just shows that you put it out there. You never know yes. who's going to be listening, who's going to be watching, and that's why who's going to be paying up. attention. That's why you yeah.
2: speak up. That's, that's why you let people know where you're at and when you need some help. And I don't want to hear from anybody talking about what's well, probably going to be a tax writer. The man didn't have to do anything. He didn't have to do Sometimes anything. Sometimes people can do something without an ulterior motive.
3: Like you can do something to be a good person and not feel like you have to get a kickback. There are a lot of people that do good things that we don't even hear about.
2: Absolutely. 651-461-9226. Two, two, this from the text line, the WCCO Talk and text line. I volunteered my time for a local cafe to bus tables amongst other duties Christmas Eve. It was fun and felt good to do so. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that because I'm going to tell you one of the most rewarding experiences I've ever had in my life over Thanksgiving, was when I was living in Kansas City. Um, I can't remember if it was 2015 or if it was 16, but I came home, okay, and my relatives actually weren't in town, okay? My dad was uh, down in Arkansas. My sister's in um, L.A. I I didn't, or actually in Washington, D.C. at the time, but I didn't have anybody to to really kind of like hang out with. For Thanksgiving, right? I eventually, I had an aunt that I would go get a plate from. But on that specific day, you know what I did? Friend of mine, Megan, there's something that she likes to do. And I said that I was going to go do it with her, right? She, um, I can't remember the name of this specific church, but it's in Ridgefield. It's right by the headquarters for Best Buy. And she says that on occasion, um, and she'll do this, I don't know, once every couple of years or whatever, is on Thanksgiving, go to this church. Because they serve meals for those in need. And what they end up doing over the course of the day is you have a couple of different shifts okay. where you actually help with assisting in the kitchen with the, you know, preparing meals, whatever, with the with the chefs and stuff like that. But you also have a shift where you clean after that. And good. I'm going to tell you this right now. I'll never forget that because I felt so great about being able to help somebody else. At the end of it, because they did it in shifts, mm-hmm. and I know that the second wave, there were like students that came in to assist and help. When I was leaving the church, they started allowing the people to come in to eat, and that was one of the best feelings I've ever had in my life. 651-461-9226. Two, two, the moral of the story is help people when you have the opportunity to help people. And speak up. When you need assistance, it is extremely important because there's always going to be somebody out there that if they have the wherewithal and the opportunity to help you out, more times than not, they will. But Marcus Limonis, who is he beyond just being a television star and wealthy? Well, there's somebody at this radio station that actually knows him. Shaletta Brundit, she does, and she joins us next year on The League Show.
3: She always knows her place. She's got style, She's got all right. Welcome back to the Lake Show, News
2: Talk 830 WCCO. We're talking about Marcus Lamonis, the star of the Prophet, CEO of Camping World, Good Sam Enterprises. He's also the chairman. Um, He's also a friend of Shaletta Brundage, host of the Shaletta Show on Saturdays here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And when I saw this story about what Marcus has been doing uh, in helping out and assisting Muddy Paul's Cheesecake, I said I got to get Shaletta on the phone. First off, Shaletta, Happy New Year to you and yours. How you been?
1: Happy New Year to you. We are good. um, I'm scared to get on the scale uh, because I've been in Houston for a week. So I've been, like, eating nothing but bluebell ice cream uh, uh Shipley's donuts and Villa Arco uh Mexican tacos for like 7 days straight. Wait, but hold on, hold on. Wait,
2: wait, 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 wait. I know you brought me a gallon back of uh of uh, a Blue Bell because I always bring you back a, a gallon.
1: You do. But see, this is the problem. Uh <laughs> you don't have four kids uh on your route home. See, I have four kids what on they my route home. Do with so- so 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 what had happened was
2: No, your kids uh, are well behaved.
1: Ice cream they are well behaved until there's bluebell involved. So your ice cream is compromised. I mean, we pretty much stuck our whole face in there. We no no spoons needed. What no my boo there? we at? just stuck in What my boudin uh, there? you know what had happened was, mm. um Seat, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. we're gonna
2: move on. We're gonna move on. Because I, I see I'm getting nowhere with your letter right now. Happy New Year to you. I should I should end this segment already. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Hey, so so, so this is the reason on on a serious note, this is the reason why I want to have you on the show is because yeah. you know well part of of the reason why I want to have you on is because you and your family, you guys travel, you you utilize an R V when you go on mm-hmm. these trips and stuff like that, whatever. And I believe that that's because of the connection that you've had with Marcus, right?
1: Yes, I was on Twitter and Marcus Lamontis said I'm going to give away a pop-up camper to a deserving family who should get this RV and I said, I want the RV and he said, well, what makes you so fabulous and I said, you know what, I'm fabulous my kids are fabulous, my husband is fabulous, give me the damn RV man, and so I got busy like doing mom stuff at the house and when I jumped off social media like everybody else jumped on and they were like, you got to get this RV to Chalette and her family, mm-hmm. she's got three kids with autism, she's an advocate, um, you know, she'd she do great, it, it'd be great, she'd she do a good job helping you to promote your, your RVs and blah, 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 and so, like, midnight, he called me. And, you know, I always answer anonymous calls because you never know where the money's coming from. And so it was an anonymous call, and he said, hi, my name is Marcus Salmanis. And and I didn't know who he was. You know, I didn't know he was the CEO of Camping World. I thought he was some kind of snake oil salesman trying to sell me some something. So I was (laughs) talking to him like I talked to Adam Carter. I was talking to him like, you know, it wasn't no big deal. And he was like, I really (laughs) like how you're talking to me. You really don't know who I am. And I was like, dude, this is how I talk to everybody. I don't know who you are, but, yeah, whatever. And so he was like, listen, get up tomorrow, get on Twitter. I'm going to go live. I got a surprise for you and your family. And so I got up the next morning, got on Twitter, and this was June 2020. And he said, I met this lady on Twitter. Her name is Shaletta. She's got three kids with autism. I just... um, want to gift her and her family with one of my RVs. And in addition to that, I'm going to make her and her family the celebrity endorsers of Camping World. And that's when I figured out who he was. And it has just been such a blessing being connected to him, being a part of the Camping World family. We've been in several commercials, my kids and I, um, just to promote that RV lifestyle for families who have kids with special
2: needs. Yeah. Well, well, tell tell me a little bit about him from the moment that – you he had made that announcement you made the connection because clearly he's somebody that um is doing extremely well in his in his in his life but he's also somebody that loves to give and i know that you love to give i love to give we give back all the time whatever but this gentleman i don't know if have you seen the story about what he's doing for muddy Paws? yes
1: it's oh. so funny because i saw the muddy Paws story and i was like oh i need to give her a donation mm-hmm. look <laughs> like, i saw the story in the pioneer press or or the the, the strip somewhere yep. and and she, they were like she's she's closing but she's she's setting up a GoFundMe and I always like to help other business owners because I know how hard it is to yep. help a business to yep. be in business um and and I was like I gotta make a donation and then the next thing I know um somebody was you know tapping me on the shoulder saying hey you see what Marcus is doing. And I was like, what is Walker's doing? And I look up, and he's like, you get a cheesecake, and you get, you get a, a cheese cheesecake. <laughs> you get a cheesecake. He's about $40,000 worth of cheesecakes, and, and I just have to tell you, Henry, this the generosity of that man and how he spreads that goodwill. Yep. And, and this is not something that people have to, um, you know, fill out a form for. Or um, you know a lot of times small business owners have to do grant applications or rFPs, and it takes so much time to do that stuff, and, and you never know if you're going to get it or not. This man is honestly seriously, just on social media trolling stories to see who he can bless
2: yeah no um, that, that, and
1: that's just that's just amazing
2: i just i th- I think that the biggest thing that I have stated here to kick off the show is that, and this is the the ultimate point that I'm trying to make to people is that when you are in need, ask for help, because oh, please, every, everybody, needs somebody, everybody needs somebody and, and things can work out. And, and, and look, there are so many people in this world today that are stressed out, that are going through it. People are losing jobs. People have lost loved ones. I mean, it is I don't want people to feel like because we talk about all the time now. Um, you're seeing all these different stories, and you're seeing data about people feeling lonely, people being depressed, and people feeling isolated. And, and a lot of it started with the pandemic. And it, sh- it doesn't have to be that way. If you are in need, there's always somebody out there that is willing to help you.
1: Would you talk to them? Please talk to the people here, because the Bible says, You have not because you ask not. And this woman said, Hey, over here, I'm hurting, I need help. And she wasn't ashamed about it. It it wasn't like a big deal for her to say, hey, I'm in need. People came to her rescue, and because of that, now she's not only going to have her business saved, but look at the millions of dollars in earned media that she's generated for her business. She's in every local news outlet in the country, and it won't be long before her story goes national. And who knows? She may be getting a cooking segment on a, a talk show. She may be Doing a cookbook with Marcus Lamannis. Who knows where this is going to lead? But yep. I can tell you from experience and being connected with this man that um, being a part of his, um, you know, generosity um, is an opportunity for other people to invest in you. You know, he is validation. People will say, you know what, this man is the CEO of Camping World. If he thinks enough of this woman to bless her business, if he thinks enough of this woman to give her children an an RV, if he is going to allow them to be the celebrity endorsers for his company, then guess what? She must be good enough for me, too. So look at where my business went, Henry. I had a little old struggling podcasting network. And after I met Marcus Lamana's companies like Target and General Mills, and United Healthcare and Bremer yeah. Bank and and so many other Comcast all came on board to partner with me because they saw hmm, what was happening with me and Marcus Lamontis.
2: Yeah. Hey, let me And, let, and the let,
1: same thing is going to happen to Muddy Pauls.
2: Hey, let me let me and I think one of the best things about this is that With Money Paws, a lot of people probably didn't understand or even know that they were struggling. Like this, caught everybody by surprise. I didn't know. I mean, she was in studio just a year ago here talking about giving back. She was doing something where she was giving back. So now that it's on the radar, I think that a lot of people probably are, like me, they're saying we hope that Money Paws is never in that situation again. So you know what? I'm gonna try to make an effort to do is is go to Money. Exactly, exactly. Get over there and be supportive, more supportive of Money Pause now moving forward than I've ever been before. But let me ask you this before I let you go. When was the last time that you had an interaction with Mark Limonis?
1: Um, You know what? It was just a couple of weeks ago. When did we go over there, Sean, to Camping World and get our RV? It was, what, a month ago? Um, a month ago, because what happened was we had a three-year agreement with Marcus Okay. where um. We, um, we uh, 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 ch- uh, connected with him, you know, initially in 2020, and he said, listen, for three years, I want you guys to promote my um, Camping World RVs to families who have kids with autism. When you go out, um, you know, tweet about it, post about it, talk about it, um, you know, and, and then we want you to be in our commercials. And after three years, if you go do a good job, you know, promoting Camping World, then we're going to give you the RV." Yep. It'll be yours. So for the past three years, it hasn't been ours. It's belonged to Camping World. So if there are any repairs or anything that happened, you know, it it was on them. But guess what? A month ago, me and Sean went in there, and we signed those papers, and so that RV now belongs to us. So that's in awesome. addition to gifting us uh, the RV, for three years, we were their celebrity endorsers, and we got a check every month.
2: Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Well, Aisha, Shaletta, um. Uh, you, you're still in the doghouse, even though you came on the show and, and, and you and you did me a solid. And, and we're talk- <laughs> You're still in the doghouse because I, I ain't got no boudin and I ain't got no blue belt. And by the way, by the way, hold on, hold on. First off, don't you dare uh, taunt what? me on social media. Oh, talking I, about, I got ta- you. Talk, oh, I got you. Uh, taunt got me you. on social media talk about I got, some I, I didn't tell you. you about some place in Kansas City. You didn't City. tell me about chicken waffles For, in first Kansas off, first, City. First off, that place didn't exist when I lived in Kansas City, number one. And number two, you need to let somebody know when you're going to Kansas City.
1: Well, you know what, we had not planned on stopping in Kansas City, but we were driving back to Minnesota from Houston, when we were there visiting our family for the holidays, and we typically go to Raising Cane's, but we were traveling on January 1st, and Raising Cane's was closed. OK, so um, we had to find another place that had chicken strips and then we found that chicken waffles in Kansas City near downtown and it had great reviews. We go there. It's amazing. Every one of my kids, and this is very rare, found something that they enjoyed and they liked. Sean and I had something to eat. It was good to us. And I was like, oh, my God, this don't ever happen with everybody in my family. Uh, it's fine. To, I said, why Henry Lake didn't tell me about this place? He didn't say nothing. It,
2: it didn't exist. It didn't, it, it didn't exist at the time that I was living there. So you told me about a place, and the next time that I'm in Kansas City, I'm going to go there and hang out and grab me some food because you put me up on a place, and I'm going to come back home, and I'm not going to bring you no blue bell like I always do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Shaletta, happy New Year to you and yours. I appreciate you so much.
1: I love you, brother. And y'all have a happy New Year. And I will see y'all Saturday from noon to 3 on the Shaletta
2: Show. Noon to 3, Saturday right here on the Shaletta Show on News Talk 830-WCCO. All right, coming up next, we will uh, take a break. We'll take a look at the local weather. And then we're going to play something for you. It is the funniest thing. Well, it depends. It may may be funny to you. It's funny to me. But it also could be frustrating for you. And it's audio of a gentleman confronting his neighbor about Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. It's a little lengthy. I'll explain the confrontation, and we'll do that next year on The Lake Show. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show, News Talk 830 WCCO. (laughs) Having issues with your neighbors is never fun, okay? But in my opinion— when you have an issue with a neighbor um, or they they confront you about something, there are times where you you got to try your best, I think, to be cordial about the situation. But when a neighbor or somebody that um, approaches you, a neighbor that approaches you about an issue um, won't let something go, then I think that you need to be direct with him about the specific issue at hand. And I bring forward an example here, and we're going to play the audio. And, and let me start by saying the audio is a little bit lengthy, but just bear with it, okay? And what it, what it what's happening here is there's an elderly man that is confronting his neighbor over Wi-Fi. Okay, now this elderly man is, and it doesn't matter that he's elderly, but he's he's he goes to this gentleman's, his next door neighbor's home, and he's upset with them because the person put a password on the Wi-Fi. At first, he had access to the Wi-Fi. Now they put a password on it, and. Listen to the back and forth that they have here. I know that you'll get a good chuckle out of it because I know I did. But I was actually frustrated for the person that was being confronted because the person that's being confronted, they're actually the one that owns the Wi-Fi. They pay for the Wi-Fi and the man confronting him, the neighbor confronting him is stealing his Wi-Fi. What would you do in this instance? Take a listen.
5: Hey, I live next door. I've got problems with the Wi-Fi. Okay, uh okay, so why are you here to me? Well it's your Wi-Fi, isn't it? Have you done such so? Okay, but have I've you, not got a problem with my Wi Fi. Well I, I've got problems with your Wi Fi. You've put a password on it. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? Look, I've been how long have I been here now? I've been here two years. I've happily used the Wi Fi and uh now I see that you've you've uh put a password on it and I can't use it. I think you're being unreasonable. Sorry, what? Sorry. Wait, what? What did you say? Look, look, it's very simple. You have Wi-Fi, right? Yeah, I have yeah, been... Wi-Fi, yeah. Yeah, 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 right. Well, I've been happily using your Wi-Fi now for a couple of years, and all of a sudden you put a, a password on it, and I've oh, got yeah. no access. I tell you what, you don't have your password, and that's that's uh, that's the end of the problem. Yeah, but...
3: Hold on a minute, you've been using my Wi-Fi.
5: Well, I don't know how much of of your Wi-Fi it is. I mean, you know, it's a signal, isn't it? Right, well, the signal doesn't remain just within your four walls, so what comes out here is it public, it's on public property, right? It's public. So I can, I can use the yeah, okay, signal. But
2: like,
5: okay, but now you can't because I put a password on it. Yeah, that, that's it. That's exactly right. So, look, well, there's two things we can do. One is, and I think the easiest thing is, let me have your password. Uh, or, of course, you can always remove your password. I mean, it's just pretty easy, really. Simple as that. Yeah, yeah and that would the like, problem for both of us, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. but the thing is, though, is, like, I'm paying for it. And, like, why... Yeah, yeah, but the thing is that, like, OK, so I put password in it. Yeah, I put password on it because... My yeah. Wi-Fi was being really slow, and my broadband s- suggested for me to put a password on it to make it faster, yes. and, and, but obviously because they thought other people were using it, and... Well,
4: coincidentally, they, someone else was yeah. using it.
5: No, I, th- I think that's very unreasonable. I mean, unreasonable. you know, it, it's got to be my wife a My Wi-Fi was bit of being even... slow because someone else was using it, and coincidentally, it was you who was using it. Well, it was probably me. Yeah, yeah, yeah we've established that. And then my Wi-Fi was being slower inside my house. So my broadband is needs well, to it. You know, I, look, I don't, I don't mind how slow it runs, actually. You know, it, I... No, 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 I no, no, understand that. You don't mind how, how slow it runs, but I do. Well, OK, but that's the Wi-Fi within your house. What about the Wi-Fi that's coming out the walls? And that's what I'm using. I, I don't mind how slow that runs. It's uh, good enough for me. Y- yeah, but like, what I'm trying to say is that Wi-Fi is still mine. Well, okay, if you want to use some of it, I mean, you can sit in your garden and you can use the Wi-Fi there, I don't mind. But if you've got a lot of work to do, maybe you can let me know that you're using it so that, uh, you know, it doesn't interfere with the downloading. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying like, right now i put a password on it, so then, like, now it's just mine. Yeah, but well, you can't, you know, I'm sorry, old, old fruit, but you're being unreasonable. It's not neighbourly. What we're trying, you know, we're trying to be neighborly about these things. So you keep your Wi-Fi within the house, lock the windows, close the door, seal up the letterbox. But anything that comes out through the walls is public. But it's not public, though, is it?
2: All right. That's a pretty amazing interaction between neighbors. Okay, it's pretty funny. But at the same time, it's it's the sad reality that this gentleman is feels like he's entitled to somebody else's Wi-Fi that he does not pay a dime for. So this is my question. I'd love to get some phone calls, love to get some text messages on the uh, WCCO talking text line at 651-461-9226. How would you deal with this specific situation? And I ask that, and I'm being genuine with, with that being a question, because I think that the gentleman is honestly being – Pretty nice about the situation in that he's trying to be respectful and not be um, like he's not trying to attack his neighbor for stealing his Wi-Fi in the first place. He's being nice about it. He's not trying to be confrontational when the person that's stealing his Wi-Fi is trying to be confrontational. Would you call the police? And I asked the question about the police, not just because I would I would call, but I wouldn't call the police. But clearly this gentleman is not in, he's not being rational. He's not being reasonable. He's not understanding what the heck is going on here. So to be clear, I would not call the police, but I would listen and hear this man out and let him know that, no, you are not getting my password. You're not getting the code. You will not continue to use the Wi-Fi. I've been paying for it. You're the reason why. My um, Wi-Fi has been slowed down. And for you to be entitled in this way, no more. And if after a couple of minutes he doesn't do it, you know what I tell him? Get off my damn porch and go home. Th- that's how I would deal with it. I'm dead serious. And if he came back to my porch again, talk about Wi-Fi, then I'd probably have to call the authorities.
3: The cruelest part of stupidity is the confidence that comes with it. Right? Right. <laughs> I mean th- that gentleman. You could not bang your head against a wall more and get less results. He says, "I've been here two years." Yeah, and now you changed the
2: Wi-Fi? How
3: dare you change the password? It's like he was not understanding that it is this other person's Wi-Fi. Yeah, and you are the reason it no, is. No, 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 no.
2: He understood six five one four six one nine two two six. He understood that the, it was not his Wi-Fi. He he made that clear. He felt that he was entitled to be able to use the Wi-Fi. No, it, there's not any he didn't think that he, that he he wasn't clear on it. No, he was totally clear. He felt like this should be the neighborly thing to do is that if the Wi-Fi is available, he should be allowed to do that. And that's just unacceptable. Now, let me repeat again. I would have said to him, um, look, uh, I, I, you know, I appreciate you. You asking me about the Wi-Fi, but sir, um, I've been nice about this. Um, you've taken advantage of my Wi-Fi when you shouldn't, and that ends today. You're not getting my passcode because there's no way in heck you're gonna you gonna ask me for my passcode, and I'm giving you the passcode. No, not,
3: not, nobody's going to give anybody a passcode yeah, that they don't know.
2: And, and I wouldn't, but I would not call the police. But I would let no. them know if you come over to my house again. And you approach me about my Wi-Fi that I'm paying for that I won't give you for free, I'm going to call the cops. Yeah, and
3: what what I was going to say before I grabbed a quick phone call was that this gentleman that confronted the the Wi-Fi owner, he doesn't realize that he's the reason why it's running so slow because he's the one that's using it when he shouldn't. Yeah. Like if if I'm going to take somebody's Wi-Fi and I'm going to use it or anything that somebody does and – all of a sudden, somebody else, they decide, hey, I'm going to you know make this password accessible only. Yeah, I would not have the gumption to go over and say, you know what? I've been illegally taking your, your Wi-Fi. I've been using your Wi-Fi, and now you have to continue to allow me. It's like but, you're but not Chris, entitled to anything.
2: The, the, it has nothing to do with him slowing it down, though. Like, that, that's not that, – the, the, the older gentleman – that's not the issue. No, I, no I I
3: understand. A, he's just – he's tone deaf to the whole
2: situation. Yes, he's tone deaf to the whole entire situation. Yeah. And it's it's remarkable that he would even approach the person in that way. 651-461-9226. We'll take a break. Love to get your reaction. Uh, love to get to your text messages. We'll do that next year on The Lake Show. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show. News Talk 830-WCCO. I, I think that the text line is being way too nice with the older gentleman – that's stealing Wi-Fi. This from the nine five two. The neighbor was an old school guy who doesn't understand tech. Well, hold on. We're assuming he doesn't understand tech. That, that's that's quite an assumption. He's got a computer. All right. So it's they, they go on to say the owner of the Wi-Fi should have offered he'd pay uh, half the cost and the guy would go away. No, I don't. I I totally disagree with that. This gentleman's been stealing Wi-Fi for two years, so. I'm gonna offer. First off, I own it. I shouldn't have to ask this that's gentleman yours. to pay half. Like I don't, I don't want to do co ownership with someone else for stuff that I'm paying. I disagree with that. Text. And
3: somebody I, that you don't even really know, somebody I mean, that's just coming out of nowhere.
2: Yeah, that just that doesn't make a, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And the guy would go away. No, the guys we're all adults here. He should go away on his own. <laughs> he should go away on his own. This from the six one two. If it was an elderly neighbor and is unaware of the way Wi-Fi is used, and if we are neighborly neighbors, I would work it out. And I think that the guy is trying to work it out, but he's trying to be nice about it and let him know that the, no more free Wi-Fi. He goes on to say, or they go on to say, maybe others in the neighborhood are taking it too. That could be that, that, that could That's be. That's very possible, yeah. Yep. I gave my neighbor my Wi-Fi, and he has given me his, which is, that is totally fine. It is totally fine. But this is the issue now. And they even touched on it in the in the uh, the text. Maybe others in the neighborhood are taking it too. Everybody in the neighborhood isn't going up to the man's door. It's not like there's a line down the street where, where it's like 20 <laughs> people like, we want your code. It's one person.
3: Excuse me, sir. Can I have another? Can I have more Wi-Fi?
2: This can't be a serious texture from the 763. Yeah. It's selfish of the Wi-Fi owner not to share. <laughs> he should be entitled <laughs> yeah. to freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> you're trolling I love nice it. troll that's nice a troll. good
3: text that's a good text man that's oh, a good text i love it
2: for the 651 <laughs> stealing wi-fi mastermind i wouldn't know how to start he's a
3: hustler Is who <laughs> this
2: guy is he's a hustler this one the 612 don't care if he was nice he admitted that he was using it for two years so i would just sue him i wouldn't sue him i would just let it go like you you gotten free wi-fi from me you slowed down my wi-fi yeah over the course of the last couple of years we're just gonna let it go and let by guys be by But th- this is entitlement. This gentleman thinks that, you know what? I've been here for two years and it's been free. Total entitlement. So Total now I, entitlement. I want you to you gotta keep it free. Who are you to tell the person that they can't put a passcode on it? And, and and like the texter touched on, if this one person was getting the Wi Fi, mm-hmm. probably other people were too. So I don't have an issue. With the person that's paying for it saying, look, I'm getting slowed down. It probably ain't just this guy. It's probably other people. So I got to put a password He's just
3: preventing – he, he's preventing the issue going forward. I, I don't have any problem because people – you know that when you, you, you use video, you use audio, like your bandwidth, naturally it's going to be slowed down. And that's okay because he's paying for it for whatever reason. He can put the password on it. Like if, if you do it, <laughs> I mean – if if you want to steal somebody else, if you're okay with somebody stealing your Wi Fi, that's great. I've got mine password protected. It's not because I'm so protective. It's just that's what I'm comfortable with.
2: What, what about the what about the texture that says about the pay and half? I, I don't I, I don't agree with that. No.
3: No. I, I mean why why should the owner of the Wi-Fi feel obligated to go half <laughs> with somebody who has been actively and now has knowingly acknowledged that he's been taking it like I, I yeah I don't feel I, I don't feel like he's entitled to anything
2: what kind of accent was that I think it was, <laughs> it was I think British it was accent. British
3: <laughs> I don't know I think that's that's the bigger question where was
2: the I I mean I think it was British I, I and, and, and let's let's talk about the neighborly thing to do I think the neighborly thing to do is that
3: dude had more patience than I would
2: is no he, he totally. Is that they had a conversation about it? That's the neighborly thing to do. He was being neighborly. He was basically like, "Look, man, I'm sorry, but I got to do what I got to do. You got to look for alternatives with the Wi-Fi. Like, why does he go to? Other- I'm sure that that's not the only person in the neighborhood with Wi-Fi. No, scan
3: other people's networks.
2: Exactly.
3: I mean, I'm when, sorry. When when you're, I mean, have you have you taken other? people's wi-fi like i, I no. don't i don't want to i don't feel comfortable i, I,
2: don't, I don't do that i i, I just yeah if, if i need if if i can't if i'm somewhere at a coffee shop and i can't connect to the wi-fi or if i'm wherever i'm at and can't connect to the wi-fi you know what i do i mm. use my phone that's a hot spot
3: that's what I, that's what i do as yeah. well like I, I i'll turn it off because i don't feel comfortable using somebody else's wi-fi i i just i don't you know, and and again, I'm just
2: not stealing someone else's wife.
3: No, and for this for this guy to come up, I mean, that's stones. That guy's got some serious. That is testicular fortitude right there to to do that. I couldn't do it.
2: I wouldn't do it. He did it, but he, he doesn't. He
3: doesn't get it.
2: He, he went there. He doesn't get. Oh, he went there. I would. I would have been. I would have been neighborly for the first couple of minutes. Then at about the three minute mark, I'd have been like, "Hey, look, man, get off my porch. I'm not talking to you about yeah. this anymore." I'm paying for the Wi-Fi. Unless you're going to cut me a check for the last couple of years, get off my porch and let that be that. All right, coming up next, I was vocal yesterday, mentioned it again this morning with Vanita Sakar on the morning news, that the Vikings made a bad decision in starting Jaron Hall. Vikings and Wolves conversation with John Krasinski from The Athletic. Next.
4: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,